Hey everyone, welcome to another edition of Confessions of a Movie Critic. I'm Spling, and uh, this time we are talking about something that is near and dear to pretty much everyone that's listening to this, and that's going to the cinema. It's a time-honored tradition. It's one of those things that's got a certain magic to it. It's the difference between a gaze and a glimpse. When you're watching TV at home, there's a lot of stuff that can distract you. It's uh, usually in a room that uh, is much better lit than in the cinema. And because the screen is a bit smaller than the cinema, it means that there's always something that can actually uh, distract you. And with TV, obviously, there's adverts and all kinds of things. So that's why I'm talking about there being a glimpse kind of environment there. With cinema, it's different because we are being invited to be immersed in that illusion entirely. Everywhere you look around, you can't really uh, avoid that screen if the cinema is big enough and you're close enough to the screen. So you have no real choice but to be absorbed. And obviously, as I've done in previous podcasts, I've talked about how things can be a little bit disruptive at the movie house and uh, there are some pet peeves. But by and large, that's the environment that is going to really just kind of be most conducive to you being completely immersed in that film. And directors aren't making films for a TV screen, they're making films for a big screen. So that's why I am very much in favor of Christopher Nolan's view of trying to save cinemas. Uh, obviously, streaming platforms have their place. And I love what uh, is happening on that front in terms of uh, opening up the, the movie market and allowing a lot of filmmakers to get their films made the way they want it to make them, uh, which is an entirely different discussion. But the point is that when you go to the films, uh, the cinema, you are there and you gaze, you don't glimpse. And that is uh, just something that with big screens, I think there's there's very little to sort of beat that big screen atmosphere. And uh, obviously watching with a whole lot of other people, uh, you know, blockbusters, all that kind of thing, the, the spectacle of it. People want to see that on the biggest screen possible. And with the box office takings of things like Fast and the Furious, the Avengers films, uh, you know, it just shows that people are still interested in seeing that kind of film as big as possible. Obviously, there's been a shortening of the time that it takes for a, a film to move from the big screen theatrical run to its actual um, distribution as a digital media product, whether that be online or as like a DVD, physical media, Blu-ray disc. And I think that's created some other problems because uh, in the past, when you wanted to see a film, you would really only have the opportunity to do that by going to the movie house while it was playing. And now it's changed because you uh, can actually watch that film shortly after that period. It's now a couple of weeks, maybe a couple of months, and you will be able to see that film. And that distance between it going off circuit and becoming available somewhere else is shortening, and people aren't feeling the, the pinch that they might have felt previously. Um, and I always maintain that old films that you haven't seen are basically brand spanking new, so um, there is some merit to just kind of waiting for that opportunity. But all in all, I think that uh, we really do need to try and rescue this whole idea of movie watching in uh, public spaces and with other people. 
And there's also something to be said about the the gasp or the the laughter of being in an audience where that that shared experience is is kind of like being at a sports stadium. There's just something to that uh, unique thing that uh, would be sad to lose if uh, it wasn't there anymore. So my podcast isn't really about the 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 sort of distance shortening. It's really more to do with the actual returning to cinemas because that's what we're faced with now. After the pandemic with COVID-19, there's obviously been a lot of changes and uh, the lockdown stay-at-home thing has changed people's patterns in terms of the way they appreciate films. A lot of people have probably signed up to the streaming platforms, which is better than pirating, and that's a good thing. But I think habits have changed. Obviously, if you're used to going to see a movie once a week or even if it's once a month, that's changed. And the big thing is really going to be about changing people's habits, getting them back, retraining them to actually love going to the cinemas again. And I think part of that is really creating a safe space, which has been done in terms of trying to create uh, protocols that you can follow to in order to enjoy that movie without feeling under threat of infection. And to do that, a lot of cinemas have uh, instituted things like hand washing before you go into the cinema, social distancing in terms of where you sit in the cinema, limiting the capacity of cinemas as well, cleaning cinemas in between screenings, and instituting card cardless, cashless uh, ticketing systems. So I think there's just been a great deal of thought around that. Obviously, you want to have consumers and uh, people at the cinema's patrons being able to watch in comfort and not feel like they're at risk of contracting COVID. Um, That would be terrible if uh, someone was able to link it back to having gone to watch something on the big screen and then obviously getting it um, at that place. And being in an enclosed environment in a cinema movie house, there are, you know, there's a greater risk. It's just something that I'm not really wanting to promote at this stage, just because I'm not willing to go and watch a movie in those conditions. And it's quite ironic because essentially those are the conditions I'd love to watch movies in. (laughs) Not having someone right next to you sharing an armrest, not having someone right behind you to kick you in the chair, not having people shuffle past you, stepping on your toes. (laughs) It's kind of like... uh, how I would have liked to watch movies from the beginning. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm used to the, the being spoiled by watching film press screenings where, you know, everyone's there for a single reason and uh, that's to watch the film. And uh, there's very little distraction and obviously uh, a bit more scattered in terms of the seating arrangement. But, uh, yeah, it's just... Um, Something that I am very much in support of saving, but equally uh, troubled by the fact that, you know, I I don't quite feel that it's the right time to have people going back to cinemas. Uh, In South Africa, we were under lockdown when there were less than 100 cases of COVID going around. And now with uh, thousands, it's, uh, you know, the, the, the restrictions have been lowered, the bar's been lowered in order to rescue the economy, which I'm very in favor of, but certain risks are being undertaken by by patrons at restaurants and uh, 
as well as stores and in cinemas. So yeah, I, I, I don't really feel that it's um, for me to tell other people to not do it. Uh, you know, you need to make your choice and make an informed choice. I'm not fighting for cinemas to be closed at all, but I wouldn't really be willing to go into a cinema even on my own. Um, so why would I feel comfortable actually promoting that other people do that? So at this stage, yeah, I'm playing it very cautious. I am missing some of these big screen releases. That is a real pity. But... Um, I'm used to watching films um, on a smaller screen right now and have been reviewing a lot of streaming films through my channels over this period. And a lot of new release stuff actually is coming through on streaming channels anyway. So it's a really tricky situation. And uh, I don't think that the the exhibitors and and distributors have really done enough creative thinking about how to actually... Um, facilitate this this interim period. I think there are probably many more ways they could actually uh, unite to to um, just sort of uh, bridge the gap. And obviously having that empty space is, is not the best thing um, for anyone and so many cinema houses and the rentals and the everything. But it just, yeah, it just doesn't seem right right now. I, I don't have an easy feeling about going to cinemas. And so that is where I stand, yeah. What has been good is a lot of places diversifying, and I think that's definitely the way to go. I know the Labia Theatre in Cape Town has opened a fifth online screen called Labia Home Screen, which is great. Uh, Galileo Open Air Cinema, which was like a sort of picnic-style cinema occasion under the stars, is still under the stars, but they've now converted into more of a drive-in style thing. And I've noticed a couple of other places they've started um, playing up that idea of drive-ins, which is much more, um, I think, just suitable for this current stage. And then obviously uh, Disney Plus with uh, releasing Mulan on their channel. Subscribers are still paying their monthly subs but then offering uh, a new release at a surcharge. And I think that's also been happening at places like Curzon for a while. But it's just, yeah, it's, it's, there's, there are ways to do it and uh, risks involved. And I think the, the negative publicity around uh, just one person uh, contracting and dying from COVID through a cinema uh, would just not be worth uh, the damage that would uh, be sustained. So, yeah, I don't have all the answers. I know it's very tricky. I'm not um, saying that they, they should shut them down. But I can't in good conscience uh, be talking about films that are currently available only at cinemas. Um, so I'm going to carry on reviewing stuff that uh, you can watch, but uh, from the comfort of your own home. Thanks for listening.